welcome back to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am really happy that you are with me today. It means the absolute world to me knowing that you are on the other end of this microphone. Thank you for tuning in. This podcast really is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. We are in this together, and being on the journey together makes it a little bit sweeter, doesn't it? You don't feel like you have to do all the heavy and hard stuff by yourself, and you don't. Along with this podcast, what I love the most is there's a community space, and it is a place for us to gather, to go a little bit deeper, to connect and share. And I would love, love, love to hang out with you over there. It is off of social media, so there are none of those distractions, and it really is a sacred space where you can show up exactly as you are. You can learn more about it in the link below or on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com, and I can't wait to spend some time with you over there. Now, let's jump in to today's episode. Here in the Northeast, we are towards the end of January, but we're still in those winter months, and we get all four seasons here. And as the seasons roll in, they really affect my mood in a major way. And I don't know if this happens to you, and I don't know if you live in a place where you don't have the four seasons, where you don't have that kind of shift and flux in mood because you're in a constant state. But here, there are really two sort of distinctions for me. And one is spring, summer, fall, when it's that early fall, when it's just sort of rolling in. During those times, I am bursting with energy. I want to get out of the house. I am eager to explore. I want to go places, see things, do things. It's almost like I have ants in my pants and I can't sit still. I want to be on the go and I'm just vibrant, really vibrant during that time. I feel like during those seasons, I'm at my best self. And I think it's because I'm outside a lot. I'm getting in that fresh air, that sunshine. I'm moving. And all of those things are my core things that really make me happy. They are that fuel for my body. I will go out, you know, in the heat. It does not affect me and I will run, I'll ride my bike, I'll even pull my weights outside. I thrive in that type of environment. But then when winter rolls around, oh, it's the complete and total opposite. And I don't think so much that it's the cold, although I do absolutely love the heat. But when winter rolls around here, it gets dark really early. During the summertime, It could stay light out till about nine o'clock, and I love that so, so much. But in winter, around four o'clock, the sun's setting, and I just want to put on my cozy clothes and get on the couch and cuddle up with a blanket. I don't have that exploration motivation. The darkness makes me feel like I want to be warm and cozy. And it's almost like my body is longing for a bit of that hibernation. So I do think having those four seasons that it is 
good because it provides that time where I am in that go, 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 fully energized, taking on the world place. And then, you know, it comes to this lull and this slowdown and this moment of reflection. But it's also kind of a funny time of year because you're in the middle of the holidays. And that always has this crazy, rushed feeling to it, doesn't it? I feel like no matter how much I try to prepare for the holidays and get things done ahead of time, and I do get things done ahead of time, there are those last minute things that I haven't done that puts me into a huge tizzy. And sometimes it's like the smallest of things. And I could have done it earlier. Why didn't I? I don't know. <laughs> but it's really a time that I do slow down, that I kind of give my body a little bit of rest, where it's not about trying to find something fun and exciting to do, but hunkering down, enjoying the inside of my home, this beautiful space that we have. But sometimes there's only so much of that that you can take until you start to feel a little, a little on edge, you know, where you, you are in the routine of life and you're doing the things you have to do. And yeah, everything's working. It's going great. It's like a well-oiled machine, but it's the same, right? Every day you're doing that routine of your life, waking up early, moving your body, Jumping in the shower, grabbing your stuff to run out the door to go to work, going to work, coming home, making dinner, getting ready for bed. And it seems to be, you know, like this constant hum. And that's great. Like it is absolutely wonderful. We need that. But then sometimes we have to push ourselves outside of our comfort zone. We need to explore, go somewhere different, see something new. Open our eyes to an experience that we might not have known was there. And we were feeling that here, feeling, not even really feeling it, but kind of just knowing like it would be great to get out of this environment. And we always talk because I did have some time that I had to use before a certain time or I would lose it. And so, you know, sometimes we say, oh, we should just have a staycation. And the idea of that is great and wonderful. But know what happens to me in a staycation? I look around my house and I see, oh, I really need to like wipe this down. I need to mop this floor, do the laundry, clean the shower. And those things that I haven't gotten to yet are there staring me in the face. And I can't just disconnect from them. They're almost like poking me on the shoulder and saying, hey, don't forget about me. I'm still here. <laughs> I still need to get done. And I can't be in the moment. I really can't. And we're used to this environment. We're used to being here. We have the routine of in the morning I take Emma. I go downstairs and feed her. And then Dustin wakes up and takes her from there. But it's the same, right? When you step out of the same, things shift a little bit. You might do things a little bit differently, explore things in a whole different way. 
You're in a new mindset. And that's good. It's really, really good to shake it up every once in a while. When is the last time you shook it up? When you stepped outside of your comfort zone, stepped outside of this warm, cozy, homey place that you've built for yourself and gone and done something new, seeing something different. And this doesn't mean that you need to invest a ton of money and travel to some far exotic place. You might explore something around the corner. You might explore a place that's near that you've always wanted to check out but never really took the time to do. Maybe now is the time. Recently, Dustin and I did exactly that. We were in this hum, this routine. And I wanted to do something to celebrate this new journey of life that we're on. You know, here we are six months into having a baby and we're surviving it. We're thriving in it. We are really, truly making it happen. And we're enjoying each other. We're enjoying her. We absolutely love watching her grow and learn. Where one day she's going to do something and now all of a sudden she can. It's incredible. And I am loving beyond measure watching Dustin be a dad. And seeing him slide into this role with ease. And it's beautiful, the bond and the connection that they are forming. And life can pass us by in the blink of an eye. Sometimes you have to pause and say, hey, let's celebrate this moment. Let's acknowledge this huge shift that has happened in our life and the way that we're showing up for it. And so we did exactly that. We decided to take a little family road trip. Or rather, I have to say, I decided and told Dustin, let's go do this. And he was totally on board with it. So we live in the northern area of New Jersey. And I've always been seeing people travel to Cape May for vacations in the summertime. It looks like a cute little beachy town. And it's always been a place, you know, tucked in the back of my mind that I wanted to check out. That I've seen people loving, but I've never been there. From where we are, it's about a three-hour drive, I think it was. And so I was looking around in that area trying to find something. Some of the stuff I found. I knew Dustin wouldn't really love it. And I wanted to find something where he would walk in and be able to totally relax, totally be like, oh, this is great. And I found this really cool hotel, micro hotel, I think is what they call themselves. And it is called Local, L-O-K-A-L, I think is how they spell it. And imagine hotel as an Airbnb. So there is no check-in. There is no person there for you. You will receive a code to get into the front door, and then you also get a code for your room. Downstairs is like a little hallway where it has extra amenities, extra toilet paper, extra coffee, extra milk, creamers, that kind of stuff, but there's no housekeeping. There's no bell service. You're really kind of like, feels like you're walking into someone's little apartment. 
because the place that we did have there was like a little studio. It had a kitchen with a two burner stove, um, a refrigerator, even a dishwasher. Then there was a little living area with a couch and a TV, a place to sit, a dining table, the bed and the bathroom, and also a really large balcony. So it was really like a little mini apartment. And it was fabulous, fabulous to just walk right in to this beautiful, clean place. It was located right near the convention center. We were probably a block from the beach. So we were able to easily walk right to that little area where we could walk up and down the boardwalk there. And it was wonderful. Really, really such a great place. I would really recommend it. And when I found that, I knew, you know, let's check this out. Let's see what this is all about. The people who own it have a couple of different other properties in the Philadelphia area. They also have some cabins located throughout New Jersey that I think we want to also check out because they look really cool. And now this is not the first time that we have traveled with Emma, but traveling with a little baby is really very different than when it was just us. There are more things that you need to think about. There's more preparation to do. When it is just us, if we forgot something, no big deal. You know, we could figure it out. We can make do. But when it comes to her, there's certain things you can't forget, right? Like her food. We had gone over the summer to a baseball game. Just a local game around here that we love to go to. And we drove there. And we usually hang out in the parking lot and chat a bit before we go into the stadium. So we were doing that. And then it was like this light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, oh my goodness, I forgot Emma's food. We can't go inside. She's going to need to eat in an hour. <laughs> and we had to go back home because we didn't have it. And it's like, ah, oh, those things, you know, you have to double check. And so now my learnings from being a Girl Scout is really coming in handy where we were always taught be prepared. And you really have to be prepared when you have a baby. And it can be intimidating. It can really be intimidating to leave your house when you have a little one and go stay somewhere foreign. Around here, we know exactly where the grocery store is. If we need something, we know where to go to run out and get it. If she needs something from the baby store, yep, easy. We can do that too. We're in the comfort of our own home. Most of her stuff is right here. So pretty much what we need is here. To now take her and bring her into a whole new environment, it can feel like a lot. And it can feel really overwhelming. But if you have a little one, I encourage that intimidation, that uncertainty to not rule over you but really push past it because it's going to be so worth it. And it could be hard, right? But getting ourselves out of our comfort zone, doing something a little bit different is really what we need to thrive. It brings a new perspective. It brings a new lightness, a little bit of fun and excitement into your world. And maybe you don't have a little one. But maybe there is something else 
that hold you back from going out and doing something. Because there's fear and anxiety and all this stuff in everything we do, right? It doesn't have to be that you have a baby to be kind of unsure if you want to venture out somewhere else. Something else might be holding you back. I encourage you to look at that and see how can you kind of push yourself? How can you get yourself into somewhere different? In a way that, yeah, you might feel uncomfortable, but you know you're not in danger. You know you can get your way out of it if you need to. And you know you got it. You really, really do. And sometimes all it takes to kind of work through all that fear and anxiety and uncertainty is talking to someone and saying, you know, I'm thinking about doing this, but I've never traveled with a little baby before. What are some things I need to think of? And I'm nervous about this. What happens if this happens? And talk through it all. Sometimes just saying it, getting it out, you kind of talk yourself off that ledge and you say, oh, all right, it's not that bad. I have Google. I can find the local grocery store if I need something. If things are really going terribly wrong, we just get back in the car and come home. We're not trapped there, right? <laughs> we don't need to stay. Do it. Get in and do it. Some things, though, that I have learned is that it definitely takes a lot more time to get out the door. Besides me running around and grabbing my last minute things, I'm now grabbing hers as well. <laughs> so we're definitely a little bit slower to do that. And there's also this big part where we have to remain flexible. Where we might be driving and she's losing her mind because she's hungry. We have to pull over and feed her. Right? She can't. It's not like me where I can just be grouchy and annoyed. And Dustin deals with it. No, like in that moment, she has to eat. I can wait, but she really has to eat. She doesn't get it, you know? And so what might be, we think, a three-hour drive might turn into four. And that's okay. It really is. We're not speed racing to get there. The place is going to be there once we arrive. So it's really about, I found enjoying the journey along the way. You do make it to that final destination, but there's so much to enjoy on the way there. Even when it comes to the packing part, I know people might hate packing, but I love it. I love going around, gathering everything, organizing it, making sure it has the proper place in the suitcase. If I let Dustin pack, oh my goodness, I wouldn't be able to handle it because he would just throw everything in as it was and shut it tight. I can't. Even when it comes to packing the car, I need to do that as well. And I 100% get this from my dad. When we were younger, we would take family trips down to the beach. And, you know, we have everything packed. We have our suitcases, all the other stuff. And what we would have to do as kids is just bring everything outside and put it on the driveway. And there was my dad stroking his chin, looking into the trunk and figuring out how all this was going to fit. And he made it happen. 
he found the tiniest little places of where things would go to maximize the space. <laughs> when we were cleaning out my parents' house recently, right before my dad moved, he got a dumpster because there was so much stuff that just needed to go. And he did the same exact thing with that dumpster. He filled every single little nook and cranny and inside of things that you could imagine and maximize that space so everything fit. It was a complete Mike Beltov job, you know, and it, me and my brothers just sat there laughing. Totally not a surprise, but also impressed, you know, because that is the way his brain works. But I definitely 100% have that within me as well. Going with Emma, a few things we had to think about was where she was going to sleep before when we took our very first overnight trip, which made us feel so accomplished when we did that. And that one was only an hour from us. We had her sleep in the bassinet for the stroller because she was so tiny then and didn't even move. But now she's bigger, she's rolling, she needs more space. So we had to take the little pack and play with us. We had to bring something we could put on the floor so that she could roll around and play on. So it's a whole new world, thinking of all these different things. But even though we have to think of these things, it doesn't mean we can't stunt ourselves and not do that. Yeah, vacation looks a little different. And when we were at this place, we had passed a couple that was there. And they were a little bit older than us. But they saw that we had Emma. And we were like going out for an early dinner. And when we were coming back, they were leaving to go to dinner. And they're like, oh, vacation looks different when you have a little one, doesn't it? And it's true. It really does. And even though it does look different, it doesn't mean that there's not these beautiful, wonderful moments. It was cold. I mean, you're going to a New Jersey beach in the winter. So it was definitely, you know, the wind blowing off the ocean. It wasn't really bright, sunny out, but we bundled up. We went out for walks. We explored the town, which is really adorable. They have a cute little mini kind of street with shops on both sides where no cars go and you can just walk through. And not everything was open, but it was fun to walk through there and explore. We went out for a couple of meals, but then what was also nice is we got some food to go and just went back to the room and enjoyed it. And while Emma slept in her little travel bed, we sat on the porch and it was wonderful, wonderful to be away in a different environment, to not be stuck in the routine of life, to not have those chores. <laughs> Tapping me on the shoulder, saying, hey, remember me? Still got to do me. No. We completely disconnected from all of that. And we need to do that in life. We need to find a new way. Look for a different path. Do something new and exciting. And really get ourselves seeing different things. And so I encourage you to venture out, to go outside of your comfort zone, to leave the house, 
And again, you don't need to go spending millions of dollars traveling somewhere far. It can just be something around the block. And it's incredible because there are so many amazing things around where we live. We are centrally located where the mountains are close, New York City is close, and also the beach. Like everything is within an hour. And when you think about that, I don't need to just stay in this few mile radius of my town. I can go to these other little places. Our first overnight, we went to Lambertville, which again was a town that I had heard about. I saw people post pictures and I was like, wow, that looks pretty cute. Let me go check that out. And I kind of tucked it away in the back of my mind. And it's funny because so many times I'm like, what was that town again? And I would try to remember the name of it and find it. But it was like, why don't we just go stay there for an overnight? And we did. And it was really great to see that. And that was the same for Cape May. It was something that I've always wanted to go and see and do. And it's like, what are we waiting for? Let's just go check it out. One thing that I like to do is to Google, uh, for example, like fun date nights in New Jersey and see what comes up. And it's like, oh my goodness. In Morristown, there's this cool place that has video games. Why don't we go there? Because you can find all sorts of things that you didn't realize were there. And it's almost as if you are looking at the area that you live in as if you were a tourist. Because, you know, we think, oh, I live here. It is what it is. There are people who come from other places to where you are. What do they see? What do they do? What are the attractions? And yeah, I mean, some of them could be cheesy and corny and you're like, no, not doing that, (laughs) right? But then there are these other off the beaten path things. Go out and find them. See what they are. It can be really fun and really exciting to do that. To step out and find it and explore all that there is. So I encourage you, go exploring and then come over to the Soul Circle community and tell me, what did you do? Where did you go? Who did you see? What conversations did you have? What happened that was totally unexpected? What did you love? What I loved about being in Cape May was when I finally got to see it because I was like, I'm so curious. It was actually very different than I thought it was going to be, which is funny because I can't really explain what I thought it was going to be like. But I also think, because growing up, we always went, you know, to the same kind of part of the Jersey Shore. So in my mind, that's how I always envision kind of shore places to be like, and they're not all the same, right? Everything is a bit different. And so it was completely different. It's a lot of big Victorian houses. And I'm used to kind of these little tiny shore bungalow type places. But it was really cool. Really, really cool. So I love just being able to see it. And I also loved being there as a family. You know, this is one of the many adventures we are going to take together. Emma already has her passport. She has her global entry card. She is ready to travel. 
We are going to be taking her first trip on an airplane in March, which is a whole other ball game when it comes to traveling. And there is definitely intimidation in that because in the car, you know, it's just us. If we need to pull over five times, pull over five times, no big deal. But on an airplane, it's completely out of our hands and we are with a lot of strangers, right? And we have no idea how she is going to do on the plane. She does great in the car, but an airplane is a whole other story. And then there's also that intimidation of going through airport security and boarding the plane and everything that comes with leaving your house to arriving at your final destination, everything in between that. Luckily, we are going to my aunt's house. So there is ease in that, knowing that we're going to be in a place of comfort and also that I can just ship a bunch of things that we might need there and don't have to worry about packing them is also fabulous. But yeah, it will definitely be outside of our comfort zones. There will definitely be a lot of moments of sweating (laughs) for sure, right? But we got to do it. We can't just live in these four walls of our home. We'll drive ourselves crazy. We have to get out and explore. And we have always said that. We said when we had Emma, we knew our life was going to change, but we didn't want that change to be stunting us. You know, she can be a part of the things that we do. And she can learn to see, you know, the world around her. And she's so curious, always looking around and observing. We went out the other night because, again, like we just needed to get out of the house. So we went up to a local brewery. And it's great because those places are so family friendly and they have the most delicious pizza and pretzels. I love nothing more than a good soft pretzel (laughs) and they have them. So they had live music. There were these other kids that were kind of playing behind us. And it was adorable because Emma was watching them play and then she would laugh and giggle and was so excited. And I love that she gets to see new things. You know, it's not just the same every day. It's not only our faces or these walls within our home. She's seeing other environments. She's hearing new noises and sounds, seeing kids playing. And she needs that and we need that. We need to get ourselves out of the house. So go on an adventure, be it for an hour, a night, a week, whatever you want to do. Go out there and do it. Oh, all right. One of the things that I have been doing at the end of these podcasts this year is pulling a card. And I love doing this because these cards really give me a little something to think about. You know, a moment where... I can say, oh, I need this to concentrate on. Or, you know, it's a message that I was really needing to hear, but really persistent and not wanting to hear it. And the cards say, nope, you better pay attention and listen. And so I'm going to pull a card for us, a card that you can tuck into your pocket this week. Something to remember, something to pay a little bit more attention to. And as I shuffle them, I want you to just close your eyes for a moment. Take a deep breath in 
and allow your heart to open to whatever message we are about to receive. And know that this message is for all of us, and that includes you. The deck I am using is Kyle Gray, the Angel Guide Oracle, and I am absolutely loving these cards. So let's see what our message is for this week. Courage and bravery. Ooh, that's a big one, isn't it? Let's see what the book says about this. Wow. Even just reading these words, you're thinking, ooh, this is going to be a big one. All right, it says, you have the heart of a warrior. You want to do what's right, but it isn't always easy. Angels are surrounding you in a light of courage at this time and guiding you to do what you know deep down in your heart is right. Being brave isn't about being emotionless. The angels are reminding you that it's okay to feel and your vulnerability will allow you to tap into an even greater inner strength. Angels are always willing to help you feel safe, guided, and guarded. So call in as much help as you need. This is a time to take ownership of your energy and any situations that could be making you feel less than good. And through your courage, you will begin to attract experiences of being respected. I love this because, I mean, these car- I pull these cards after I chat with you. And they've been kind of linking to what I've been talking about. Because when you think about getting yourself out of your house, it takes courage. It takes bravery, right? To push yourself out. And sometimes we need to remember that it's not always going to be easy. But we are surrounded by this courage and we can do what we are longing for inside of our heart. It goes on to say, your angels are here to remind you that your soul cannot be tarnished or harmed. It's the one part of your essence that always remains whole, healed, and complete. So if you're feeling the need to defend yourself at this time, angel wisdom is guiding you to back down. You don't need to protect yourself, especially when you have spiritual support. Call in the light of God, heaven, and angels to protect you. If you feel you have made a mistake or have something that you need to share, be brave and take ownership of it. Trust that living with integrity will always lead to the greatest possible unfolding of your life. And know that the best gift that you can give the world at this time is your truth. Oh, how big and amazing is this? Standing in our courage, knowing that. You don't need to explain yourself. You can be you. You know, if you are standing in your truth, in your integrity, and you are leading with that, continue to do that. And know that you are such a great asset to this world. And by showing up and standing in your truth, you are giving that gift to everyone around you. So together this week, we're going to be courageous and brave. We're going to do something new, step outside of our comfort zone and know that you are worthy of that new experience and you are protected in that new experience. I thank you so much for tuning in, for being a part of this community. I look forward to seeing you in the Soul Circle community space and I'll be back with another episode. But until then, sending you a giant hug from New Jersey. 
and we will talk soon.